life, love, and relationships. A tip. See the whole picture. Never forget that whole thing. Because I always focus on little things. Just see that whole thing that is happening. And that is like the whole marriage to me. Like, okay, we had this that didn't work out and make us sad and mad. But gosh, I remember everything else around. We had this amazing family. We're together. We are, we have so many things that we should be thankful for. Don't forget the whole picture and where we came from and all those amazing moments. I, I would say too that it's it's important to be there to provide positive reinforcement to your partner, to zoom in on the good things. As you're helping them grow, um, you're both growing as as a um, as a partnership. And learn yourself, learn your partner, um, and and understand how you can both become better together. Excited for this. So excited to bring to you today a love story. Welcome to the podcast, Empowered by Design. I am your host, Dr. Liz, a hopeful romantic, mom of two beautiful souls, and partner to the love of my life. As a licensed psychologist, I love helping people heal, grow, and shine. I am a love and relationship specialist and owner of Visionistas by Design Wellness Boutique, where we lead with love and empower you to fly. This podcast delivers inspirational stories, conversations, and lessons on the power of tuning in body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit following your intuition, seeing the signs, and listening to the whispers from angels. To pursue your dreams in life, work, and love with intentional vision. Share the love, spread the power, dream, design, deliver. Welcome to the Empowered by Design podcast. I am Dr. Liz. I am your host, and I am so excited to bring to you today a love story. We are going to be talking today with Carolina and Rob. Thank you, Carolina and Rob, for joining me. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited. So, Carolina, you and I met. We were connected through Vicky, the Visionist, our Visionistas team member, Vicky, who had had um, done a, an empowerment photo shoot with you a few months back and I was looking for headshots and Vicky was, was like, oh my gosh, you have to reach out to Carolina. So we did. And that's how we, that's how we connected. Yes. That yeah. was amazing. I love that. That's one part of my job that I love and how I connect with people through my, my services. That's nice. Yeah. And that was one, the, the fun part about it for me, because, um, I think that's a really vulnerable type of, it's vulnerable to take, get your picture taken. Right. You, I was nervous. I was excited, but I was nervous. And you, you made me feel so comfortable right off the bat. Like you were just so warm and friendly and empowering. And, and I, that is where we got started chatting about our overlapping passion and mission for empowering people, empowering women. And you, you really helped me feel um, empowered and really comfortable during that, during that photo shoot and the photos are beautiful. So um, well, let's just get started right now and tell us about who, who you are individually, who you are as a couple, uh, and we'll go from there. Okay, I'll start. <laughs> Okay, so um, I am from Colombia. I was born and raised there. Um, about like, I don't know, like I was in my 20s. Um, I became a flight attendant. And um, after four years of traveling, I started doing international flights. And one flight I met Rob. <laughs> he was in Colombia and he was coming back to New York. And yeah, we start talking there and a few months after we got married. <laughs> it was a very short time after we figured out we really want to be together. Then unfortunately I had to leave my country. 
my family, but I am so happy that we met and then we got married. Now we have three kids, uh, 16, 13, and 10. And yeah, now I feel like um, we made a life here and it's been amazing for me. Uh, Hard to leave my country, hard to leave everybody there, learn a whole new language, culture, everything. Mm-hmm. But I um I I love being here and the family that we have together it was definitely worth it. Um yeah and after that so we homeschool our kids too um since they were little and we still homeschool but I think that was part of the reason why I'm a photographer now and then so stay, staying with them at all and doing projects together it helped me to like I wanted to document all those moments so. Yeah. So I grab my phone and taking pictures of them or doing their things in a candy way, not to pose. And then I start, I love that. So then we have farm animals. We got a farm and there were chickens and bees <laughs> and goats. So I love taking pictures of those animals with my kids and everything. The light outside on a little farm, everything. Like I just love doing that. And I start kind of posting on Instagram uh, um, my pictures and everybody loved them. And then people keep saying, you should become a photographer. Then Rose like took it very seriously and he got my first uh, professional camera for a Mother's Day, like four or five years ago. And I started like from nothing, like just that camera was all I had. And um, I did my first wedding that year too. Wow. So listen. Yeah, it's been, uh, but everything started because of our family, our homeschool journal and everything that kind of wanted to keep us a memory. And that's what I wanted to do for other people. That's why I feel like what I love about my style is I feel it's very warm, natural and connected with each other. Like I, I always wanted to do that. Um, and that's when, when I, like, headshots are like, difficult in some part because there's only one person standing there looking at the camera but I love kind of interacting like I do with you so we get some more out of you like who you are and your natural being and I love that and I feel like it worked out so great with you and that's how we kind of connect a lot I feel like we both felt that connection that day yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. I I would not have known you own that it's been only cut five years that you've been doing it professionally. Yeah. Because you're yeah. yeah, you're it's it seems like you're just um it's an it's very comes very natural to you. Yeah, I yeah. think that's that's why it kind of went fast because it is natural. Mm-hmm. Um sometimes I have I don't know, I feel like I put a lot of love on it and everything I did since the beginning. And I feel like it's showing now and um, I I go back in like my first time doing a session, whatever. And I feel like I grew so much and learn and I keep learning every day. And having Rob with me, it was kind of what the biggest part of my business is having him because he is like very good, like technology and all that. As far that I can any help with like website building and I, that is not my best part. <laughs> yes. So, we so you make a good team. Yes, we yeah. do. I actually feel like that's, um, I think for both, like I help him with whatever he needs help and he helps me with whatever I need. Nice. T- Rob, tell us about you. Sure. But, um, <clears throat> but before I get started, I want to just say something. If you hear some really weird noises going on in the background, we have a gigantic dog and he's <laughs> snoring right now. <laughs> That's I'm awesome. trying not to laugh because I, I'm hearing him snoring the whole time. Oh, that's great. So if you hear anything, it's not me snoring. I'm I'm awake. I'm 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 in okay. I'm, I'm in this conversation. I'm here. Okay. He so. wanted to be part of this podcast yeah. episode. <laughs> um so yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I grew up in New Jersey, um, North Jersey, um, pretty much my whole life. Um uh, I, it, it was a predominantly Spanish neighborhood. I am not Span. I'm actually, my, my father was Portuguese and my mother was Irish. Um, I, I never spoke any other languages. Um, I grew up in a, a very, um, heavy Spanish influenced neighborhood and I learned Spanish from just hanging out with friends and I became fluent in Spanish that way. Um, so I, I had a lot of friends that were from Colombia, and as my wife just mentioned, um, 
we um I, I I ended up going to Colombia a few times and and I loved flying back and forth there. It's a beautiful country. The the people were very friendly. It was just a really nice culture. Um and then one of my flights back, um, as as she mentioned, um, she was the flight attendant. I was a passenger. We met, uh, we exchanged phone numbers. Um, as she was um still working, she would come here you know, maybe once or twice a month on for, for weekends during her flights to New York. Um, and we would meet up. And then there were times when, I mean, back then, I think it was really cheap for, for round trip flights. It was like $300 round trip. So I, I could go there pretty often. Plus I'm single. So it's, you know, it wasn't a big expense for me. Um, so, so we would, we would kind of, we were dating for a while that way. Um, and then I, I asked her to marry me. Um, and it was obviously a huge, um, change in her life, right? Because, you know, we even discussed me potentially moving there because um, I was open to it as well. Um, but we decided on having her come here. Um, and yeah, so she came over, we got married and here we are 17 years later with three kids. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it's definitely a, um, it was a journey. I think really the interesting to me, the interesting thing to me about it is that, um, I I've seen us grow together um, where I see sometimes couples seem to go their separate ways, um, you know, over the years. But I think that, um, you know, we made a lot of difficult decisions together and we sort of um, um, I, I, I feel like we sort of like we sort of feed off of each other in in a way, um, you know, like 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 um, like she mentioned, um, we homeschooled. Right. And that was a huge decision for us, even especially for her coming from Colombia, she's never heard of homeschooling here. Mm. And um, it was it was a it was a big decision. Um, so it, it was a journey to get to kind of making the decision of how we want to raise our kids and what we want to do. Um, me personally, I didn't have a good experience in school. Um, and one of the things that I've learned over the years is that you can't force learning on people and that in order to learn, to truly learn, you have to be passionate about something. Mm. Um, you have to want it. The need has to, the, 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 that, that passion has to be there. Um, so that's the, that was really the main core reason why we decided to homeschool our kids because we wanted to give them opportunities and experiences in life to experience things and to find new things that they might be interested in that they can become passionate about. And we kind of let them guide their own things, like just give them the experiences, go on field trips, go to museums, go to different things, um, meet different people, go different places, um, find their passion. And our job that I mean, we 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 always saw our role as parents to help them find what they're passionate about. And then we can sort of cater that education around um, their passions, as opposed to just saying you have to learn this because we're telling you you have to learn this to go to get a good grade and then to move on to the next level. It's very it's very sort of robotic that way. When when I'm more about passion and and feeling what you're learning, um, because I, I feel like so much stuff that I met during uh, that I that I've learned during school I, I forgot um, almost immediately because there was no passion there. I had no need for it, or, or in my mind I didn't. Um, so, so that, that was kind of what like our driving factor for making the decision of homeschooling our kids. Um, and which was also uh, our passion, um, which also drives, um, kind of what we do in our careers, like with, with, with Carolina doing, um, photography, um, as she mentioned, we, she was taking pictures all the time on her phone and people would look at the pictures and say, this is professional. This is amazing. Like, you know, and and people would could say you should you should be a photographer, and and I would see her stuff, and I would hear people around her saying it, and I'm say, hey, maybe you should take that seriously, um, and I think that's important, right? I think it's 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 so easy for us to, um, you know, with our busy lives, it's easy for us to dismiss things that we're hearing and to dismiss signals and signs around us. <laughs> that, 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 that guide us towards our calling. Right. And I think it's easy for us to ignore those and put them on the side burner because we're just too busy. Um, and, and I, I, I feel like it's important for us to encourage each other when we see things that maybe she doesn't see it internally, or maybe there's something that I don't see internally because I'm too busy and then say, Hey, you know, you realize you're really good at this and <laughs> everybody around you notices it. And maybe you should 
take it to the next level. Right. And that's kind of where she got into her photography. And I think, you know, uh, at least in my experience, because I'm sort of a, a, I guess you could say non-conventional person when it comes to my learning. Um, So with her being a photographer, I think that a lot of times we have sort of this, um, this imposter syndrome, right? Where we, where we feel like we're not suited to do something where we're not, we don't have the, the education, right? Because there's so much in our society that's geared towards, right? Like if, if you want to be X in society, you have to jump through these hoops and go to this specific route. Right. And I, I, I don't believe in that at all. Right. I, I think that there's ways that you can be amazing at what you do and you'll probably even be better than most people that do it because you took a non-traditional path to get there. And I think that's really like my sort of guiding, um, uh, I guess you could say my, my, my core value is that, you know, I think that, you know, sometimes we need to think outside the box and it's the people that think outside the box that are do, do things a little bit better. So maybe you might not have that conventional you know, traditional education in something, but you you might have a, a vision for it or something that's a little bit outside the box than everybody else. And you end up being amazing at it. Like with her and her photography, I think that it's really, um, as she mentioned to you, she makes a connection with her clients and, and, and she brings out their true personality. And I think that's really important because so many photographers are telling you to pose and do this and act in ways that you normally wouldn't 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 act and they bring out sides of you that that aren't really you right and 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 I think that's what she does really well is she captures the the true person who you are when she's taking those photos yeah what are you thinking as you're listening to him talk I love that he's been my biggest fan and I feel like it's so good to hear what people actually say because it might be feeling that I'm doing that, but I don't know if people are really seeing that in my picture. So it's so great to actually hear, yeah, that's what I see. Cause that's my goal. And it's um I know people say, Oh, there's a beautiful picture, but are they really feeling something? Like that's what I want. They have a feeling. Uh, yeah. right. So then you can actually and then I love that. I mean, he definitely is so I mean, we like I don't I can't even tell you like how thankful because he He's been my biggest fan, but also helped me so much because at the beginning it was hard with language since I moved here, right? Mm-hmm. And then having a business of my own, I feel like I was ready, but there's been times like, okay, this is a part of the business that you need to learn. I had no <laughs> idea. And it's, I mean, every country is different with different requirements and all that. So having him here has been great, so great for me. I'm so thankful. But, um, listening to what he really feels so telling me I'm doing this right and I just want to keep going yes it's awesome I mean we I don't know like the reason when we got married right we we have such a different cultures we grew up in different countries with different styles of families but we just don't know we know we have a connection uh thankfully he was he was speaking Spanish for (laughs) the first time it was so helpful but I knew it was more than the language that I knew that I was something different and that made me say, okay, I'm leaving everything in Colombia. I'm coming here and marry him. Yeah. Even just listening to the two of you talk about yourselves and each other and your relationship, it's so amazing to hear the shared passion that you both put passion and emotion into the, the love and the connection and really authentic not forcing something that's not there, but really allowing with love and, and care, allowing what's there to kind of rise to the surface and then like capturing it, um, whether it's on, you know, in a photo or capturing it together, capturing it with your children, capturing it in the experiences that you, that you share together as a family in order to cultivate that same, same pe- passion and and love in your family and your kids. That's amazing. I want to hear, I want to rewind and go back to mm-hmm. the love story. So we heard a little snippets. You fell in love on a plane or you, you met, I'll say you met on a plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you met on a plane as you were working as a flight attendant and, and Rob, you were traveling to Columbia. Um, tell us the, 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 the falling in love story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. 
So you want me to say something? You can say. <laughs> um, I remember the flight perfectly. Uh, I didn't have the flight schedule, which is weird because I was on call. So somebody got sick and they called me the night before, you want to go to New York tomorrow? I said, like, yeah, I'm going. And I think like the same thing happened to him. Like he wasn't supposed to be in the flight because his other flight got canceled. They put him in the flight anyway. So um, I feel like it was a really busy flight and then you barely had time to talk. You need to keep working. But we have some time like, at the end of the flight. Um, I, we just talked for a little bit during the flight. And I, I feel like we just kind of talk about things that we like doing and what was doing in Colombia and little things, but nothing like more than talking a little bit. But then after that was after landing that moment when you have to wait for the luggage mm-hmm. <laughs> that it kind of turned around last minute and then can I call your phone number? Uh, and I was like, yeah. And everybody like was kind of waiting for my answer like i remember you know as a moment you everybody's gonna quiet and listening <laughs> but, but i that was it like that moment that moment that you gave the phone number to that person like changed forever your wow. life right yeah and yeah he called me like i think that was that weekend after and we talked for hours i remember so late because i went to bed like i don't know one o'clock that night we we felt like we knew each other for a long time then he asked me, when is your next flight to New York? And we met that next time. New York. We went to a Colombian restaurant to eat Colombian food there. And after that, we said, when is the next one? I feel like the next one, I, he took me to meet his family in New, mm. New Jersey. <laughs> right? It was, so I was like very scared because of the language. <laughs> I did speak a little English because of my, my job, but not a lot to have a like long conversation with people who like really speak only English. And yeah, I met his family, which was great for me because they were so warm. And even that we didn't talk a lot because of the language. They were like, I don't know, make me feel very welcome in many ways. So that was a big thing for us. Um, then he went to Colombia and met my family. And I know we know each other's family. We feel like, okay, what's happening next? <laughs> And then I think it was in my home city when he asked me um, it, to marry him. Yes. And after that, it was everything happened really quick. Um, just because of my job, I had to give my to get the process, which is another story. I think he, he likes to talk about more because it was a lot for him dealing with the whole process to get me in here. Mm. As his fiance is a whole, you had to get a special visa. My work visa won't work. So I had to give my passport for a while to get that going. And I couldn't come to any other country here, I mean, any other city here uh, without that passport. So it was a while we couldn't see each other. Wow. Of that, right? I remember that. Yeah. And then he had to get a lawyer. And I'll, you can tell him more about it because that was. Another story that I always think, oh my gosh, it wasn't easy for us. It was definitely easier than for another couple that, oh my God, they're really having a hard time getting getting together to be in the same place. But for us worked out, it was more difficult than when you meet somebody in your same country, but it wasn't as bad as what I know another story that other people that really take years for them wow. to finally be together. Yeah. Yeah. I'm picturing the the what you described on the plane of the the moment he asks for your phone number and, and you're just <laughs> like, it's like this pause where yeah, yeah. you are listening and everybody's like, what's she going to say? <laughs> what is she going to say? Yes. Right. Cause that was the only chance we got. Cause he's going to just look out. We've never right. seen that. That was oh no my goodness. Way. It's like, like that's it. You have to take the chance. You have to take the chance and ask. Just that was it. Yeah. I want to hear your, your memory of that, of that Rob, of the, of the, uh, all the way back to the meeting on the plane. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I, I think, I, I feel like we've told the story over and over <laughs> like enough times. It's that, that, that I, I, yeah, I think it's, it's exactly as, as she mentioned it. Um, I, I, I've obviously when you, you know, only speak with somebody for a very short amount of time on a plane, you don't know what you're going to have in store. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So it was, 
as she mentioned, the follow-up phone calls after that, that's sort of where we got to get, where we got to know each other. Um, but the, the, the one thing that I really, um, was impressed with her was the fact that, um, I like, so to put it into perspective, right. Columbia is, you know, it's, it's, it's not an easy, um, place for young people and careers and things like that. Right. There's not a, not, there's opportunities, but not as many as there are here um, and maybe even other places. But um, I, when 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 I when I started to get to know her, I heard her story about how she was working at a travel agency and then she wanted to become a flight attendant. And here she is, this young woman who, um, you know, and 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 I, I should also mention, too, that not only are there not a lot of opportunities, but it's, there's actually even less, I believe, for women there. Um, you know, it's 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 sort of like a a, a very man dominant, um, you know, uh, career wise country. Right. So, um, you know, there, there's 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 not a lot of opportunities. Um, I don't know about today, but um, I know like historically it's 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 pretty much been that way. So here she is like she was motivated enough to 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 find her own path like she loved traveling. So that was what she went for. And she became a flight attendant. Um, she ended up buying her own house and she was very young, you know, at the time. So it's, it, it, that, that was pretty impressive to me that, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, that she was, you know, kind of like a shining star to me as it compared to, compared to like everybody else that I've seen, like come across. It's like, she has, she was motivated. She was, um, you know, she was successful. She, um, you know, she went after things that she wanted to do. Right. Even when we discussed moving here, I mean, that's, you know, she has zero family here to kind of pick up and move and take a chance with, you know, with me, you know, and 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 to kind of create a future with me to like, and, you know, it's not like, like, like she just mentioned, it's not like, you know, it's somebody in your own hometown that you're marrying or, you know, it's, it's, it's miles and miles away, you know, and, 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 you know, I, I remember the process of going for the visa as well, which, to me is a nightmare and don't get me started with that because I, 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 I still hold it against government that they, they required me and her to prove that we loved each other before mm -hmm. they would allow, like I'm, I'm thinking because they're asking me for like very personal emails and very, very intimate things. And they're saying, prove to us that you love this person. And I'm thinking in my head, like, who the heck are you? Like, why, why do I have to prove this to you? Like, right. and, and that was really the thing that bugged me about the whole process. But as she mentioned, it went, it went by um, better than most people deal with. Um, I, I think our, our, our appointments to go to the embassy um, were, were, were quicker than most people get for whatever reason. Um, you know, I did have to pay money for a lawyer to help with the whole process because it's a it's a convoluted process and you have to jump through a lot of hoops. And if if you don't have the right T, the T crossed in one place, then it could get rejected. So, you know, everything has to be done properly. So it's 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 just a tedious process, um, but well worth it after the fact. Right. So that now we're we're here and we have we have children. And, and I think, like I said, that's kind of like one of the big things to me, the fact that, you know, we we we, you know, really, honestly, we didn't have a whole lot of time to get to know each other before we even got married. Right. It was, you know, especially with the visa process, it's, um, you know, you, once you get, and, and I thought this was strange too, right. She already was approved to travel for work to the United States, but then when she's going for a fiance visa, that visa to travel for work actually gets revoked. And then they have to start the whole process all over again. So if you kind of put yourself in her shoes during that as well, that's a very risky thing, right? Because she worked hard to get to where she was as a flight attendant. And not everybody in Colombia gets the visa. Like it's not as easy like for Colombians as it is for us to go there. Right. So for 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 a Colombian native to come here, like there's a lot of scrutiny to get that visa. And a lot a lot of times I'd say probably more often than not, people get denied. Um, you know, so she had her that was her that was her career, her whole career. And she had to basically just dis discard the whole visa that she had for her for her work. And that was gone. That like so if she didn't get approved for the fiance visa after the fact, she still wouldn't have her travel visa now for work. So, you know, it, it it's, you know, putting her, putting myself in her shoes, that's, that's pretty, um you know, that's scary, right? It's scary to, to know that, you know, you're risking a lot. 
um, for this. And, and, and I thought that was weird though, that like, okay, she can travel for work, but now she can't because, you know, she met somebody. So the fact that she couldn't do it simultaneously was just confusing to me, but you know, you know how things are. Um, so, um, but yeah. And then, and then when she came, she, she ended up, and then you can get a fiance visa and then you have to get married within 90 days. So it's like, it's not a whole lot of time to really get to know the person. Right. So the fact that we're still together, we're here, we have our three kids, right. We, we had a lot of, a lot of challenges over the years and we just, we stayed by each other's sides and, and we, we stuck it out and we stayed together. So it's, it's, um you know, it's, it's, I think it's a testament to what we have, um, but it's definitely something that we obviously wouldn't know going in. It's, it's, it's very risky. And, and, but I mean, it's, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing. Hmm. What is it like for the two of you right now? I know you said, Rob, we've told this story so many times, right? It's a great story. We, we, we went on a plane and, a, you yeah. know, living in different countries. How is it, how is it as you sit here today and talk about it what's going on for you emotionally or kind of tingles in your body what is it like to tell the story even though you've told it so many times well i think it's i mean i i think it's uh it's 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 good to sort of rehash things right because you know like similar to like what i mentioned before about in our busy lives sometimes things slip through the cracks and we forget about things um i i always try to um make it a point to um, remember where I came from and where things uh, where things happened and why they happened and how they happened. And, and, you know, I, I always, I, I I'd like to consider myself a very um, loyal person when it comes to things like that. Like somebody does me right. It's like, I, that that's sort of like that. I think it's, it's like an old school mentality that I grew up mm-hmm. with that you know, you take care of people that took care of you and, and, and you're there for them. If somebody's got your back, I got your back. It's, you know, you know, one hand washes the other thing, right? Like, um, and I, and I've sort of kept that with me and I, there's times when obviously we, we get in disagreements and things like that. And, you know, um, you know, I, I think about it almost immediately, like this is the person. And I remember the day that we met, like, and I, and I actually try to, actively think that way right so like like what i try to i i'll get angry about something and then i'll try to envision what wait who is this person and why am i with her and why did i fall in love with her and then i remember that and then i'm kind of like okay like she takes a little bit longer to get not <laughs> mad than me like i i get over things quickly but she holds i want to i want to hear you i want to hear what you're thinking because i can see your face and you're smiling tell us yeah tell it's us very you. true i am um, yes uh, it takes me longer. I don't know. We have like different emotions on different way that we deal with things. But yes, he's completely right. And I want to learn more about the way to deal with feelings that, the way that he does. Because uh, I don't know. I feel like it's my way of dealing with things. Uh, maybe it takes longer for me to think about things that I did wrong or like things I didn't like. Um, I'm getting better, I think, no? <laughs> yeah, it was... I remember when we ju- we just got married. I think that was really hard because um, I don't know. I felt like the culture kind of kind of was part of it too, yeah. and I've been learning more on how he will react to things, and maybe he knows how. And now we're a little bit more kind of in the middle with that, but I still need to work on it. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. That's so. It's so true because you've talked about the, that there's been challenges that you've overcome. There's a, there's shared things, shared values that you've also talked about. And that's really what relationships are all about is recognizing we each come, when we're talking about a partnership, we each come into that partnership with our own values, culture, family experiences that we've had for however many years, you know, it is. And then you're expected to just blend together and make it work. Mm-hmm. And um, and so you've overcome challenges. And and I love that that part of what you're saying is I I recognize there's still things for us to learn. There's still um, we value growth and learning together as a couple. And that would be one of those things that you share in addition to the passion and the um, the drive and the motivation and really like basing your 
basing your relationship in a strong foundation of love and trust with each other. Yeah. And I, I think, yeah. I think one of the things that she didn't mention there too, that, um, um, when, so she mentioned about when she first moved over here. Um, and obviously we're still, you know, young and getting to know each other and she's learning me and I'm learning her. And she's really, when you think about it in a lot of ways in a form of isolation, because her whole family's in Colombia, mm-hmm. right? Her friends are over there. So like, she's, completely new here with a new experience, right? She's married now. And when she does have, you know, problems or things that she wants to talk about, she might have to get on the phone with somebody in Colombia to like there, she doesn't have that, you know, so it took, it takes time to kind of build those relationships with people. And when, especially when you're over here and the only people she knows are the people that I introduced her to. So it's sort of, you know, like she doesn't have that, that, that outside, you know, family member or friend or somebody that she can go and say, Hey, let's just go out and talk. And, you know, I got to get some things off my chest, you know? So, so that's, that's a really good, and I actually honestly didn't realize that as much at the time. Um, but over the years, I started understanding that, you know, that, you know, what, the more I try to put myself in her shoes, the more I, um, the more I understand that, 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 that's definitely would be a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Really trying to appreciate the the different perspective and Mm -hmm. different experience of that. Yeah. When you think about where you're going as a couple, as a family, um, you, you said, Rob, I'm going to, I'm not going to lie. You've said a lot of words that I, that I use (laughs) a lot. And and when I talk about um, life and help people in their love and relationships, as you talked about core values and passion and drive and, vision. And I'm wondering if the two of you can talk about what is your shared vision for yourselves as, as a couple, as individuals, as a family? Yes. Your, your goals and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <clears throat> um, so we're definitely the part of our lives with our kids are getting older, not like really old, but now we're thinking about our oldest going to find her path, her career. I don't know if it's college. I don't know. Yeah, we're talking about it just now. She's only 16, but she's already like, we need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So that kind of make us feel like okay, what is going to happen as a family because we're really attached to each other. My youngest doesn't want her to go far. <laughs> But we're also in a position right now. We like we sold our home um two years ago. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to be here in this place we're renting for six months. It's been two years because mm-hmm. we don't so don't know what we want to do. In the market. In the market. Crazy yeah. Too. So we're like, okay. And now <clears throat> we're like, okay, I think I think our time to make a decision is coming soon. But we both I mean, one thing I made me fell in love with him is that he loves my culture so much. And we're like, love that. So we're like, do we want to go to a place that we're closer to that? And so kind of like south, we stay here. But that is like the location as a family where we're going to be. I don't know if that is going to kind of have um, an impact on everything that's going to be around us. I think it will, because if we go south, we're going to have more around like Latin people and it's going to be, kind of fun for us because we love dancing we really like to stay out late and all that <laughs> and here like there's no places to do that <laughs> so we're like okay should we and we're going to colombia um soon a couple months uh next year so my guy wife he loves colombia so much right he wants to stay there like i don't know i i would love that but i feel like my kids also kind of know everything here in this country i think they probably be better being here um so that decision is going to come soon. But I know, I know that I just want to be together all our lives. And that's something I really know for sure. Either it's here in Miami, in Colombia, I don't know, whatever. But I am happy being here um, with him. We went through so much all these years. We moved a lot because of many things, family, his family. And I feel like that we just, every decision we made, we stick together. And I, that's what I want to do in the future. And every decision we're going to make, if we're together, I think we're going to be fine. I love that. That is so, that's beautiful. Um, 
no, there's the sky's the limit. The, there's so many yeah. different possibilities that the two of you can choose to go. So many different directions that would feel exciting and fun and like home. And also recognizing that the the thing that you know is that if you're together, it will be perfect. It will yeah. be great. Yeah. It, you will make I, it work. Yeah, yeah. I like that's how I feel. Um even we can go to a place that we dream of, like, I don't know, like a warm tropical country. Mm. <laughs> Even we stay here. I think it is, it's going to be fine. We just stick together. I, I think that's how I really feel. And I think you do too. <laughs> yeah, def- definitely. Um, I mean, I think, I think that to me, it's interesting to see um, what our goals and dreams were over the years as compared to now and as compared to possibly in the future. Right. Because I I think it's important to always reevaluate those things. Um, You know, like I think kind of like what you said, like the sky's the limit. Um, And, and and I truly believe that. Um, And to me, there's the only thing that can hold you back is yourself. And I think that um, for example, um, we, we, our, one of our, like I said earlier about homeschooling our kids, um, one of our main goals was to have children who are passionate about something in this world, um, about, about learning, um, to me, getting them passionate in learning, um, was one of the most important goals for me as a dad. Right. So, um, and we had to make a lot of sacrifices to do that, right? So you have to kind of put some of your own things on hold because you have to cater to your children, especially with homeschooling, right? So we went initially, um, when she came over from Columbia, um, she was working here. And when we made that decision, um, in the beginning, my my oldest um, daughter, my mother um, would watch her and then my mother started having issues with dementia and things like that. So we started having those questions like we are we, you know, is this safe? Is this something we want to continue to do? Um, and we decided at that point that you know, I think even when she even when my mother was watching our daughter, we decided that we wanted to homeschool at that time. Um, we probably weren't sold on a lot of it um, until we started going through it and seeing how well it was working for us. Um, but in order to do that, we had to make sacrifices, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, nowadays it's not easy for one person to be the sole breadwinner in the house. So that that was, you know, I had to go to work and she would have to stay home. And so there were a lot of sacrifices that we had to make there. Um, and I think like now, like you're seeing her doing the photography in these these past few years, um, it's because now we're seeing this window where we can start shifting that goal that, that okay, like we, we, we we've accomplished a lot with our kids and we can still continue to do so um, from a passion, um, passion and ed- passion driven education um, uh, phase. And now we can start concentrating on us more. And also um, I think it's important too, that our kids see um, that, that we're leading by example, right. So that we're following our own passions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's my message to my wife, to my kids, to even people around me. Um, you know, I, I have, I'm in a, I'm in a leadership role, um, for the company I work for and I, I'm always, you know, I've dealt with some managers in the past who, um, you know, they just want the, you know, every little bit of work out of you. Um, and for me, my biggest success as a leader in my role and work would be when the people that I'm training can bypass me mm-hmm. and be better than me, right? Because then I'm doing my job because I'm I'm promoting their passions and I'm promoting them to be who they're capable of being that might not even realize it. And that to me is, is, is the best leader that you could possibly be. Um, and I strive to do that every day. And that's, that's, that's the way I try to lead by that example. Um, you know, I want you to be better than me. Like, I don't want you to be under me, like from a manager, manager perspective, I, I, I want you to be better than me one day. Um, and, and, and I want to help you get there and whatever it takes, I want you to get there. Um, you know, so I, I think that now it's, um, it's really important for me to, um, promote the best in people, because I feel like there's so many of us that 
we've been told that we're not worthy or not capable for so long in our lives um or or you know that this might not be cut out for you or this might not be you you or or maybe you shouldn't be doing this um and i feel like people need to hear external positive reinforcement as far as what they're good at. Um, and, and if you see something that they can shine at or something that they could be amazing at, um, pass it on to them because they might need to hear that, you know? And, 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 and I feel like there's like, I, I, that's what I'm trying to do with our kids now. Um, and for us moving forward, I think that, like you said, the sky's the limit. Um, so th there's been numerous times over the past, um, I'd say 10 years, that I had specific career goals and I'm like, I want to be here. And then the minute I'm there, I'm like, okay, now I want to be here. Hmm. And it, like, it's not that I planned it that way. It's just that, okay, I accomplished it. Now what's next? Because there's more than just this. Um, and I think that that's, that's my, she'll, sometimes it drives her crazy because I'm always like, I'll, I'll, I'll go out and I, I work in cybersecurity. So I'll go out and get a cybersecurity certification in something. And then as soon as I, and I'll struggle and I'll stress and I'll work hard and I'll bang my head against my keyboard numerous times at whatever crazy hours of the night. And then I'll finally get that certification. And then the next day I'm signing up for the next one. And she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, she's like, take a break. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm good. I just, I, I, and I feel like I have to like push myself because um, like I said, the only person that can keep you back is yourself. And if you're not always motivated to be better, um, then you can, that, that can easily go down a slippery slope. And in my opinion, um, I try to wake up every single day to be better, a little bit better than, than I was yesterday. And whether it be in my relationships, whether it be in my attitude, whether it be in, you know, health, whether it be in, um, education, whether it be in career, um, you know, being a parent, no matter what it is, I always try to be a little bit better today than yesterday, at least something. So I, 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 I don't know where the future holds for us um, to answer your question. But as far as that vision is concerned, um, I see her skills starting to really sort of um, become more personalized to her. It's no, it's no longer just photography, right? It's, it's her photography, mm -hmm. right? And you're starting to see her personality coming out in those photos. And I think that's what makes her, um, good at what she does and, and what, what's what makes her stand out from everybody else. Um, and, and I think that, you know, it's really up to her and I try to encourage her as much as I can to take it always to the next level, be, you know, this is your thing. Like you don't have to be like everybody else because that's what makes you not stand out. If you're like everybody else, the, the, the goal in life is to be different and to, and to, um, and to, basically take that difference and take that uniqueness of you and use that as your selling point, learn how to market that and learn how to, how to promote that and learn how to sort of hone that skill, like, like sharpening a knife. And if you can learn how to do that and promote that, then it, it's like people say, like, if you're doing something that you're passionate about, you're never working a day in your life because you just love what you're doing. So that's, that's what I look for. I look for getting to the point where, you know, cause I I'm studying, I'm working, but I don't feel like I'm working because I enjoy it so much. It's true. And I love that. I feel like as a family, that's being like the thing that can help us every day to get better or something. And that's a passion but I feel like I, I was never like that. Like, I feel like I never, like at school, um, I was a great student. Then I went to college, but I was never, I wanted never like to learn something because I really loved it. Mm. And now that I'm older now, like, I feel like this is the best way to live is by learning something you love and then you show really what you're doing. Your, your work will look beautiful no matter what you do. But I feel like it's something that we learned through homeschooling. I really believe that because I feel like it just was then that I figured out that there's things that you can learn in different ways, not just going to a classroom. That helped me with my business a lot. And I feel like when I just started doing photography, I feel like, okay, but I need a degree, what I need. And I figured out just learning, love for learning that part that, that anybody can do it. And um, 
And I feel like now, like with so many opportunities and resources everywhere, anybody can do it. If you love something, go for it, learn it, mm. try to do as much as you can to get better and better at it. And that's what we tell our kids all the time. But I feel like I learned with them so much more that I learned my whole life from like high school and college. Uh, but you only need that love and that passion and really wanted to do it. And I feel like that's what I'm trying to do. And I, I love when I learn something new that I never did for my business. I feel so excited and I tell the kids and I practice with them something. They're part of it. So, and it's the same with him. Like I see them getting all of these certifications. I'm like, oh, maybe I should go to like a, one of the like biggest conference for photographers. And because I want to do what he did. <laughs> like, oh my God, that's so funny. <clears throat> I don't do it yet. I feel like I don't need it, but I, I look for places like I learn more, like can start traveling and I don't know, do something bigger. Um, but I love that. And the kids see him doing that. And I love that. It's like, oh, dad is studying for another test. And when he's doing the test, they get excited. Daddy, how did you do? So they see him learning a lot on his own. And they know, oh my God, this way I can actually go <laughs> take a class online and, and, and get this and, and, and put in um, practice in my career or make money because of that. So it's so many things and I love that. I think as a family, I feel like that was our goal and I think it's happening. <laughs> I see my kids a lot when they're like, oh, I wanna learn to do an animation. And they're going find YouTube videos, do it on the shows like, oh my God, you did this, I did that. And I did this logo that I created for a band that I'm trying to put together with my friend. I'm like, okay, when did you learn that today? Like, I don't know. So it's it's fun. And I think it inspires me every day and I get inspired by them yeah. all the time. I'm of the mindset of the non-conventional path, right? Um, I think it's important to know the things that make you different or the label that's, that people have put on you, either, like I said, rightfully or, wrong, or, or wrongfully so. Um, I think it's important to maybe run with that, right? Like, mm -hmm. like, hey, you know, this thing that you're saying about me, that you're using it in a negative context, this is what actually makes me a badass, right? This is what, <laughs> this is what makes me who I am, right? Like, yeah. like, and, and I feel like there's so much like that, that like, it's, if we can learn to take these, like, we're all different, right? And, and we're, there's, that's a good thing, right? It's a good thing that we're all different, right? We all have strengths and we all have weaknesses, um, and I think it's important for us to say, what is it that makes me different from everybody else? Right. Because, you know, I, we, we, we were having this conversation with my daughter who's considering college and things like that. And I'm saying, you know, I go, you got to understand, like, if you're going to go for a job, if you're going to go for an interview and you have a bachelor's degree and there's a thousand other people with a bachelor's degree what is it that makes you unique to the interviewer? What is it that makes you stand out, right? So I try to try to tell my kids to start doing things today to to market yourself and find your unique qualities, right? And and use those things to make you stand out from the crowd because being different is a good thing in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. right? So so if if we can use that as a marketing tool to 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 market ourselves as Look, yes, you have a thousand resumes and they all have bachelor's degrees, but here's what they don't have, right? And and you can do that and make yourself stand out. I think that's really important. I think it's it it takes a lot of sort of um self-knowledge, self-learning, self-understanding, and I feel like a lot of us don't take the time out of our days to do that. Um, to understand, you know, who we are, why we are who we are, what made us that way, and how can I use this to strengthen myself and to sell myself. I love it. Yes. Yes, yes, yes to all of it. <laughs> you two are an amazingly inspiring and beautiful couple. Um, so many things that you have said today are, I, I'm inviting the listeners as you listen to this, maybe rewind it and listen again, because there are so many wonderful lessons of how to live life authentically with purpose and passion vision and and love and fun um so thank you so much for sharing sharing your experiences sharing your story sharing your love and your your inspiration here with us today you've you both mentioned we overcame a lot of challenges we've you know stuck together and and made this 
marriage and family, amazing. Um, if you could think of a tip, tip for relationship and life in life, love and relationships. The first thing I would say is to understand yourself, um, know yourself, know who you are, know your strengths and weaknesses. Um, don't be afraid to um, do a self-evaluation, understand what your errors are. Um, none of us are perfect and we can always be better. Um, so understanding that will help you to better understand how your partner might see you um, or the way that you react to your partner. I think it's important to know where you're um, making mistakes or where you might be hurtful um, or, mm. you know, can you be more positive? Can you be more helpful? Um, and, and I also think on the opposite side of that spectrum, I think um, it's important to all, also use empathy to try to understand where your partner is coming from um, and what they're feeling and what they've gone through and understanding who they are and why they are who they are. Um, and putting yourself in their shoes, I think is an important, um, um, I think, I think, th I think they're all good exercises to do on a regular basis. Um, you know, learn yourself, learn your partner, um, and, and understand how you can both become better together. Oh, I love that. That's important. Yes. Mine will be, and some that I feel like has been helpful for me, is see the whole picture, mm. never take that whole thing. Cause I always focus on little things and I told my kids like, like today this morning we're playing apples to apples <laughs> my daughter got upset because she didn't get any good cards so I said oh just look at this moment we're here playing I took the morning off I have a lot of things to do but I wanted to like have a moment this morning to play a board game uh we didn't do anything else by playing and just see that whole thing that is happening and that is like the whole marriage to me. Like, okay, we had this that didn't work out and make us sad and mad. But gosh, I remember everything else around. We had this amazing family. We're together. We are, we have so many things that we should be thankful for. Don't forget the whole picture and where we came from and all those amazing moments. Yeah, I think that is big for me. And then I need to work more on that because I know he said it takes me a while to like forget <laughs> But I, I like see and think about everything else and it helps me to think about, oh my God, it's more than just this moment, this little thing that happened. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So enjoying those moments of, of just connection, right? Playing, a, playing apples to apples, being together and being able to take that step back and really appreciate it for that whole experience. Yeah. yeah, and she looked at me like, yeah, mama, okay, let's keep playing. Yeah, <laughs> it worked. <laughs> it worked. It was a great parenting moment. <laughs> yeah, it was. I know. Oh yeah, as they get older, I think the emotions more. Like, she's only 10, but I know it's a lot of emotions. And yeah. Especially we were supposed to go out, but we just didn't work out. So we played the board game. Everything is just working on our feelings every day. Yeah. I love the word you, you put the word gratitude in there. Right. And so we know how, how very important it is to appreciate the moments, take that perspective and really just, yeah. Cause we can always find something that's like, I didn't get any good cards or whatever we can find what, if we're looking for it, we're going to find it. So being able yeah. to find those things that we can be grateful for is so powerful. It is. It is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think also, um, I, I would say too, that it's, it's important to, um, always be there to provide positive reinforcement to your partner, mm -hmm. um, look for their strengths, right? Mm -hmm. Right. It seems like a lot of times we only, um, seem to seem to zoom in on the bad things. Um, I think it's really important to zoom in on the good things, um, and, um, help that person grow because, as you're helping them grow, um, you're both growing as, as a, um, as a partnership. And I think that that's, um, it's really important to build your partner up, um, to be the best that they can be in this world, because that's just going to help the both of you in the long run. Oh yeah. Yeah. And both of those, the zoom in on the good things and see the whole picture, I can't help but point out the photography references there, those words, <laughs> whether you, whether you tried it or not. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Beautiful. I know, I just said that. 
So tell us, tell us where we can find you, where we can see your beautiful photography and connect with you further on the things that you've talked about today, both of you in, in kind of this business way, but just where can we find you? Yeah. Oh, you can find me. My website is Carolina Fernandez Photography. Uh, dot com and then then you can reach me easy there by filling a form or email me my phone number is there like today I got a phone call I was at the grocery store like I got a phone call oh can I talk to you about a wedding I'm like yeah sure and I love that because then people like don't have to go through like and I'm there if I can answer we can talk let's do it the more direct way the better so you can find me there um I have an Instagram too Carolina Fernandez Photography um so that's another easy way Fernandez with an s yeah with the s a lot of people spell it with a z so it's more the z is more common yeah yeah so the s and then you can email me there message me um i always try to be really good at answering to people um and uh yeah i love to connect with more people i love local 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 people because i I think it's so great to connect and discover amazing, beautiful places here that we can go out for golden hour session. I love working in homes too. That's something that I really like when people say, okay, how about if we just do something at home when you tell the story mm. of our family? And I love that. I love it because it just um, is their space, their things, their story, their pictures on their walls. That is beautiful. So I do that too. Um, but I, I am, I am, I have so many clients local that I'm like so excited to love, work with them. And it is always fun because we have the same places that we love and then we can kind of get it closer, easier. I travel to some places, um, depends on what locations are in PA, New Jersey. I got some and, um, my dream is to do an international wedding one day. So anybody who's thinking about it, I I would like to do that. Okay. Uh, It's out there. It's out there. So someone's looking your game. So that would be good. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it'll be really fun to do something like that in a different culture. I don't know. Tropical, tropical weather, Mm -hmm. Europe, maybe one day. I don't know. That's, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> and I will also put the links for the, uh, for your website in the show notes as well. Oh, thank so, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Yeah. And, um, as far as, uh, reaching out to me, um, so I do have a website up right now. It's cyberchance.org. And, um, so as I mentioned earlier, um, I am, I do work in cybersecurity. I've been working in cybersecurity for over 10 years. Um, I work for a financial firm in New Jersey, um, but I am beginning to start a, I have a nonprofit now out of Bethlehem PA. And the, the goal is to provide cybersecurity training for, um, at risk young adults. Um, and it, it's just getting started. So I, I'm not really doing much with it yet. I'm still looking for, I have a location in Bethlehem It's going to be in person, um, because I'm, I'm, I'm of the mindset that, um, that this 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 would need to be um, in person, especially with um, sort of at at risk young adults um, that might need mentorship um, and also need sort of um, kind of to learn soft skills like presentation skills and and team skills, team building skills, and things like that. So that's all going to be built into the curriculum, um, and the goal is teaching cybersecurity um, and that the students will become certified in cybersecurity. And then I will be working with um, local and um, and national um, uh, businesses that need cybersecurity talent. Um, so hoping to build out a sort of a pipeline of um, internships and jobs for, um, you know, at-risk young adults um, that may not have the opportunity. So with CyberChance, I would, uh, my, my, one of my goals is to um, help people become aware of the skills that they have and the talents that they have um, and, and, and teach them how to use those skills in a, in a positive way, as, as opposed to in a negative way um, in, in society. Wow. That is amazing. Yeah. I love that. So that was cyberchance.org where we can read more about that program. Yeah. And my email, you can send me an email there. And if there's any other questions or if you wanted to reach me out, even if you have a cybersecurity question, let me know. Okay. He loves um, helping people with that. He, he loves just talking about it. And, and if you need help with anything, he's like right there, ready to answer that because he's very passionate about it. 
Yeah. The passion for certainly, I don't even know if empowerment is a strong enough word, but Mm -hmm. empowering, encouraging, providing opportunity for people to re like fly at their top, the top of their game. And um, that is so exciting and so inspiring. I, I wish you both the best in these, in, in everything, in your life, in your love, in your family, in your careers, and your passions. And again, I just thank you so, so much for sharing yourselves, your ideas, your values, and your vision here with us today. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. It was great. It was amazing. I feel like talking about us for a while is never, no, never did that. And I felt really amazing. <laughs> I love that. And those things I never heard that he said before. Mm. And I like, love that. That was something really special. So a few things here Not today. <laughs> One thing <laughs> that I almost cried. Oh, he that's... said that. I, I thought that I was his little shiny star. I really like I almost cried. So that was amazing. Thank you for that opportunity because it was really good. It was amazing. <laughs> for me too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm I'm so excited that we connected and I I know our, our paths will cross again. I'm excited to to follow your successes as well. You really have an incredible, incredible not only story, but message for people. So both of you are, I just am so glad we we connected and thank you again. Thank you for connecting on this episode of the podcast, Empowered by Design. For further connection, subscribe to my email list at drliz.com to be sure that you are in the loop for exciting news, events, and resources. You can also follow me on social media at Dr. Liz and at Visionistas by Design. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and send this episode to one of your people in order to share the love, spread the power. This podcast is designed to inspire, educate, and empower you to pursue your dreams with intentional vision. This podcast is not meant to be a substitute for psychological treatment or a working relationship with a licensed mental health professional. For more information on connecting with mental health resources in your area, visit drliz.com and click on resources. Thank you again for connecting. And remember, trust the heart. Work your vision. Dream, design, deliver.